0: אך אני מי לא צדיקים צדיקים we're gonna do two torah torah ממבית and torah מגימל forty two and forty three which are both לישון רבי נחמן torah ברלין two ממבית לישון 106, that Hashem saw that they were in distress when He heard their song, etc., etc. Okay. Rabbanu explains that through song, through melody, judgments are sweetened. As written in the Zohar and Pinchas, HaKeshet Hiya The rainbow is the Shekhinah, it's the Divine Presence. The three colors of the rainbow are the Avot, the three forefathers, and these three colors of the rainbow, the three or the three forefathers, these are the garments of the Shekhinah. And when the Shekhinah gets dressed in these radiant garments, Azai Uriti Lizkor Berit um, and then it fulfills the verse when the Shekhinah gets dressed in these radiant garments Ur itiha, I'll see her berit olam, to remember the covenant of the world to remember the covenant that lasts forever then mm-hmm. and then what happens the anger of the king the king's wrath is abated or it abates it abates um, it lows it it, um, it subsides. Mashallah um, Melech. This is a parable to a king. Shekaasa I think this is where Rabenu is going to now uh, explain his inyan. As we see from that zoar, that basically, when the Hakadosh Baruch sees the Shekhinah dressed in these garments, then the which is uh, what do you call it, in these garments, then it slowly the anger abates. It's no longer there. Hashem's wrath is um, um, what do you call it? It's lessened, and um, the judgments are sweetened. Now Rabbanu gives a parable. This is a parable to a king. Shekaas that he gets angry at his son. And when the king sees the queen in these radiant garments, then he has mercy on his on his son. So now Rabbanu is gonna. Connect this together with what we talked about earlier with Negina. The letters of prayer are the divine presence. Hashem, <todic language> open up my lips. <todic language> that the speech, the words, are the name of Alef, Dalid and Nun and Yud. And this speech or this name, Alef, Dalid and Nun and Yud, is what we call the rainbow. <todic language> with my sword and my bow. Kashti can the word keshet which means rainbow, which means my sword and my bow. I put on the word rainbow, leshon tfilah. That rashi explains that Bekhaabi of Kashti is actually a language of Tfila. So we see that Kashti, my bow, which is the aspect of rainbow, the same words, is actually prayer. So we see the rainbow here is prayer. And the song of this the sound of this melody are the three colours of the rainbow. She called esh maim ruach. That within the voice exists the concept of fire, the concept of water, and the concept of air. These are the three elements that exist within the, um, within speech, within melody, within the sound of the voice. And these three represent the, the three avot. That the avot the three radiant colors. As we saw earlier, that whenever Hashem sees the shchina. It says Uritiha, Liscor Beritolam, I'll see her to remember, etc., etc. The covenant of the world. Nimta. So now Rabben approves as we just learned. Mishim and again Otiotatfila, one who sings the letters of prayer. They call aneginahem bezakud Gadol, and the sound of this melody is pure and it's very clear then he actually put clothing onto the Shekhinah. What's the Shekhinah? The letters that we saw earlier. As we saw, Alef, Dalet, Anun, and Yud, which is Hashem Svatat Yiftach. And what's Alef, Dalet, Anun, and Yud? It's a representation of the Malchut, which is the Shekhinah. So when you dress the Shekhinah, the letters of the Tefillah, with the three radiant colors, with the radiant garments, which are fire, air, And water And sees her, sees the Shekhinah dressed in these garments as I. And then the king's anger, king's wrath abated. This is what Rashi explained. On the verse in Te'ilim, when he heard their song, what does Rashi say? In the merit of the Avot, Meaning what? Whenever this melody has these three colors, when the rainbow has these three colors. When do we have this? Whenever you sing the songs of prayer, when you sing the tefillah, the letters of prayer with song, specifically with great clarity and with great purity. For Rabenu explains, when these three colors, of, which are the Avot, as we just learned earlier, which are the forefathers, and these are the garments of the Shekhinah, when these garments, these radiant garments, are in purity and they're clear, we call this zikhut Avot. Why? Because zakut purity, comes from the word Zekhut. So, what we create is Zechut Avot, the merit of the forefathers, when we dress up the Shekhinah with these garments, especially when these garments are in clarity and they're pure, when the song that you're singing in Filah is completely pure and clear. Then what happens? We call this Zechut Avot. The Shekhinah is in the state of Zechut Avot. And then we fulfill the verse, and he shall see her to remember the covenant of the world. And then he fulfills the verse and in his abundant chesed, uh he relented. meaning what? That Hashem's anger basically abated um, whenever he saw the Srinavenin Takadineen and now the judgments are sweetened. And so that was one way Rabbeinu explained. Through the call of singing, to the, the melody of the words of prayer, one is able to dress the Shrina in garments, in radiant garments, and create this concept of Zekhut Avot. But now Rabbeinu explains another way. That through emunat chachamim, faith in the sages, that you believe that all their words and all their actions are not so simple. And they have great secrets, that they have great intentions when they do things, and when they say things. Through this one, dresses one clothes this rainbow which is what the Shekhinah with these radiant garments and then you fulfill the same verse as we talked about earlier that Hashem sees the Shekhinah and He remembers the covenant of the world Why? For the Tzadik this, this this Chacham that we have to have faith in He represents the rainbow As Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai told Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi as in, the, in the Gemara Ketuvot Ayn Zayin Amud Bet, page seventy seven, side B. Han near Ah Keshet Beamecha was a rainbow seen in your lifetime. Rabbi Shimon asked Rabbi Osho. Veeta Bazar Kados and the Brown the Joar Parashat Pinchas Misha Uvdu Alra Beon Matronita, or Mishatmina Levushin de Kadronita de Fastin, or Castle Bibushin de Gavani de Hirin de Razin de Oretta, Makti Be, or Itihadisco Berito Lam. What does they say in the Joar over there? that one who's, someone whose devotions are intended to illuminate the, the matronita, the matron, who is the shekhinah, or mina, to remove from her levushin de, de bashtin, the dark garments stemming from the Torah's simple meaning. Why? Because where is the darkness whenever we think that the Torah is only simple? So someone whose goal is to take away this simple meaning of the Torah, meaning to teach everyone and to bring into the light this content that the Torah is not so simple. And to adorn the Shechina, the matron, Matronita, with these radiant garments, these colorful garments, with the secrets of the Torah. What are the colorful garments? The secrets of the Torah, the Zohar says. What does it say about this person? And he's fulfilled and he sees her to remember the covenant of the world. What? What does that mean? For light is called a secret. Or light is raz, it's a secret. And thus, at that time, his anger at his son disappears, and the anger of Hashem is abated. One who also does a beautiful garment for a taddik, makes a beautiful piece of clothing for the tzaddik. Through these uh, judgments are sweetened. This also represents the shofar blast. For these three types of blasts, Tekia, the long blast, the blast that has three points. And the Teruah, the blast, has um, nine points. Hei Mahavot Avramit These represent the three Avot, the three forefathers. This the Manach Keshet. And what's its mnemonic? What's the mnemonic of Tekia, shvarim Teruah? Keshet. It's called Keshet. What's the sign of this? How do you remember it? It's Keshet you have the Tekiyah, which is, the, we we don't look at the Tav, we look at the Kuf there, you have the Shin of Shvarim, and the Tav of Teruah, of Keshet, meaning what? Hanu Tekiyah, Teruah, uh, Shvarim, Teruah. For that, those three, when we have those three in a row, it's called the Keshet, which is the rainbow, as we saw. As it brought in the Zohar, Parashat Pinchas, Davresh, Lameda, Perush, Shaddai, and this is an explanation of the verse, and shaddai, and. And it was that your Almighty B'Tzarecha, your Almighty will be your B'Tzarecha, your fortification, your stronghold. Why? Rabbeinu brings a For the name Shakai are the three forefathers. Abraham, and Yaakov. For the letter Shin are three branches of a tree, because you see Shin has three branches. Has three pieces that extend from the horizontal bar at the bottom. Shema Avot, and these three branches represent the Avot. And these are the three names of unification. Hashem Elokenu Hashem, and we see in Shema. Shema Israel. Hashem Elokenu Hashem Echad. You have Hashem Elokenu Hashem. Shem Yud dot Yot. Why? Which all those letters? Which all those names together? Hashem Elokenu Hashem are 14 letters you have Yud Kevav Ke, which is 4, El Okenu, which is 5, oh, sorry El Okenu, which is 6 with the Yud between the He and the Nun, and then you have Yud Kevav Ke again which is another 4, 14. The Hem Yud Dalit Shad this is the Yud Dalit that exists at the name of in Shakai. You have the Shin of Shakai which are the three Avot, and then you have Hashem El Okenu Hashem which represent the 14 letters of these three names which are the Dalit and the Yud remaining remaining left of the name Shakai. Take the um uh take the names Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov, the three Avot Avraham has the letter Aleph, starts with the letter Aleph, Yitzchak starts with the letter Yud and Yaakov starts with the letter Yud. This is also the acronym Aleph, Yud and Yud is the acronym for Hashem, Eloch and Hashem. Why? Because you have Yud Kevavke, which is the Yud of Yitzchak. You have Elokenu, the Yud of Abraham, the Aleph of Abraham, and then you have Yud Kevavke again, the Yud of Yaakov. And belinish <speaking in Hebrew> There's no utterance or speech, or spoken word, without their being, without their sound being heard. You cannot say something or speak something without the sound being heard. <speaking in Hebrew> this verse. Is teaching us this concept that what? This is the aspect of the rainbow, the keshet, the bow, and the chord, the sound. Telad Gevani, the keshet, which represents the three colors of the rainbow. Okay. That's this most awesome Torah. Rabenu gives us many, many ways to subdue and sweeten these judgments. Now let's hop into Torah Mem Gimel. 43. D'Ano, Ki shel bardat Tells us a tremendous, tremendous chidush. The words spoken by a rasha who actually has Da'at who's the son of Da'at, meaning he has this knowledge, this knowledge, this awareness, it engenders the desire for sexual immorality in the person who's listening to him. He's able to bring these sexually immoral thoughts into the person who's listening to him. How do we you know this? For the union is drawn from Da'at we know that Da'at is this concept of union, it says in Bereshit, And Adam knew Chava his wife. What does that mean in the verse? That we know that Yada, knowing, is a language of zivug, of marital relations. So there, Adam was actually with his wife, that he knew Chava his wife, was actually that he was with her. So we see that Da'at is actually this idea of zivug. Uchtiv, and I also said in Bamidbah, Kol Isha Yodat, Ish, every woman who has known a man. Meaning what? Everyone who has been with a man. So there's two types of zivug, two types of relations. Unions. There's a holy union, which is attachment to the tzadikim and to the Torah and to Hashem. This is drawn from holy da'at. But we know there's an evil union, and union, which is drawn from sin, drawn from the da'at, the da'at of the klipah, of the evil force. Like Bilam in a sense. Bilam was a da'at of the So Just like Moshe Rabbein was a da'at of holiness. Bilam was a da'at of the Kippah. So you know that the words of Bilam could engender Niyuf. And we see this idea with Bilam. And we're going to see it soon, right now. That Bilam was able to engender these bad thoughts, these sexually immoral, sexually immoral thoughts that it was his entire goal. So, what does it say? <laughs> says that speech is a revelation of that. When a person speaks, you, he reveals Da'at. Because how do you know what's in the Da'at except by means of speech? Meaning it's through speech that you reveal that, that knowledge. And night, following night, declares Da'at. Night declares to night Da'at. the word to declare, cannot speech, meaning it declares to something, it speaks to something. That the, that speech in itself is speaking this daat. That speech is declaring this daat. And when this rasha speaks, and he emits from his mouth this air, he he births this air asim, this poisonous air of sexual immorality. And the one who hears from this wicked person, who births this poisonous air, this these words. One who hears from this wicked person these words, and he breathes this, he breathes this air. And he breathes these breaths. What did he do? He he basically brings into his body these these airs of this sexual morality, and, and therefore by Bil'am, who represents the Da'at of the K'lipah, the Da'at of the, the husks. And in the Zohar, in different places, it says on the verse that, it's in, in the Torah, that no one arose like in Israel, like Moshe, no one like Moshe arose ever again in the, in in Am Israel. And what does it say over there? What does the Sifrei say? In the nations of Am Yisrael, never got up a person like this. In the nation of Am Israel never got up a person like Moshe. But in the other nations of the world, there was someone like Moshe Rabbeinu, and who was he? Bilam. So you see, that Bilam stands up as Moshe and this is why it says in the Midrash that Moshe it's because of Moshe who was that that the entire generation was called the generation of knowledge and this is why when Moab took advice from Midian they said to them they said to them The strength of Amishael and Moshe Rabbeinu, is only by the mouth. Why? For the mouth is the revelation of Da'at, as Rabbeinu was teaching us. Moshe was Da'at, and where is Da'at revealed? In the mouth, in speech. So we see that Moshe Rabbeinu's entire koach is in his mouth. Why? Because that's where Da'at is revealed. Amar Moab, and Moab responded, So then we too will go to them with the person whose mouth who strengthened his mouth, which is Bil'am. Why? For Bil'am was also also the da'at of the evil force. Moshe Katub says in Kohelet, et God created this opposite this. So just like in the side of holiness, there's Moshe Rabenu in the da'at of holiness. Then there's, in the da'at of zeh erampin, and Moshe Rabenu. then in the da'at of the klipah, is Bil'am. Ki Moshe Katub, and it says about Bilam that he knew the supernal daat. that he knew when Hashem, Hashem, got angry. Which specific time Hashem gets angry, for when Da'at is not calm. Anyone who gets angry, his wisdom leaves him. Rabenu And therefore, when Moshe Rabenu got angry, Moshe Rabenu upon him be peace, when he got angry on the soldiers when they came from Midian, what happened? That was taken away. From him. And it was Elazar, the Kohen that needed to teach us the halachot of tfilot Kalim, dipping the vessels, of how to kasher, utensils, etc., etc. But when that is is complete, as I incase, then there's no anger. They won't do anything evil nor vile on all of my holy mountain. It says over there, for the earth is filled with da'at. But Bilam was constantly looking and gazing at the da'at of the klipa, which is the excess of the supernal da'at. The excess of the da'at of where Moshe was And when it would change, he would know that HaKadosh Baruch was angry when this would change. When this da'at would change. We find. We find that Bilam is the dat of the Klippa Avaled of the Dibura Volida Birimachim Shalnuf. And through his speech, he's able to birth these poisonous airs, These poisonous air of sexual immorality. Therefore, whenever they came from the Milchama with Midian, Nehemar, it says in Bamidbach, Moshe got angry over the, the generals of the army. And he asked them, "Why did you leave, bring? Why did you leave all the women alive?" They carried out Bilam's word as well. They were the main plan of Bilam's word. Why did you keep the women alive? Why did They carried out Bilam's word. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu use that phrase, "Bidvar Bilam"? The words of Bilam specifically. Meaning, because through his words, which is where the revelation of his Da'at comes into play. Because how does one reveal that speech? This is how Bil'am was able to birth new sexual immorality within Midian. Through his speech. And this is why whenever they came from the Milchama with Midian, it is written, by And all the the heads of the the generals, etc., the armies, Um, they were brought to Moshe or they came close to Moshe and they said let us bring a koban to Hashem to atone for our souls before God they said like this even though we avoided sinning we did not avoid evil thoughts so you see how powerful the words of the Rasha are. That just by listening to him, it births tabat nufiul when you thoughts of sexual immorality, <laughs> the desire for sexual immorality in the listener, whether it's an actual act or whether it's a thought. Hashem yachem, Hashem natsinenu from such things. We have to be very careful from the words of the Rasha. that may we uh, may we be protected from such things.